The Koi Gig Pod. On off the ball. When we first started the podcast, I was traumatized, and then things have gotten a little bit better since then. So, um, yeah, we'll go one more year in the piece. Subscribe to The Koi Gig Pod on the Off the Ball app now. Rugby Daily. On Off The Ball. Hello and welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Cahal Malani. On the way, we'll hear from Liam Toland on Ulster's recent struggles. But first, let's bring you some news of a new call-up to the Ireland Six Nations training squad. And Cian Prendergast has been called into the setup. The iconic back row replaces Munster's Tom O'Hearn, who misses out through injury. O'Hearn was replaced in his province's loss to Northampton last weekend, having sustained a knee to the head in that game. The Ireland players will fly to Portugal this week for a training camp ahead of the Six Nations Open against France on Friday week. There's also been a new addition to the Scotland squad. Uncapped Northampton Saints prop Elliot Miller-Mills has been called up to the squad for the first time after an injury to Will Hurd. Leicester Tigers forward Hurd has dropped out with a foot injury while Gloucester fly half Adam Hastings misses out with a knee problem. Edinburgh prop Avon Sebastian and Glasgow Warriors scrum half Jamie Doby will also train with the squad as they continue their recovery from injury. Next let's bring you some more of the content from yesterday's six Nations launch held in Dublin and the Wales head coach Warren Gatland has paid tribute to Andy Farrell after his selection as the new Lions head coach. Farrell will lead the travelling party for the trip to Australia in 2025. Having previously been involved with Gatland on the 2013 and 2017 tours, Gatland says the Irish head coach is the right choice for the job. Yeah, look, it's it's thoroughly deserved what he's done with Ireland uh, since he's been in, in charge. has been, been great. They've been number one in the world. They'll be disappointed with not getting past the quarterfinals in the World Cup, but that's that happens in sport. It's not uh, if it was predictable, it'd be boring, and you you don't want sport to be predictable. We're we're disappointed that we probably went into a quarterfinals favourites and didn't beat Argentina. So we were we were gutted about that as well. And um, so look, it's it's the right appointment at the time, and um, and those opportunities come around. And they came around for me for when you've been successful and when you've been successful people knock on your door and say would you be prepared to do this and that's happened with Andy and and he has 100% of my support and um, I wish him all the best. And that's the Wales head coach, Warren Gatland. Next, let's bring you some analysis of Ulster's exit from the Investec Champions Cup last weekend. Dan McFarland's side slumped to a 47 points to 19 defeat to Harlequins and finished fifth in their pool. That means they'll now enter the Challenge Cup knockout stage. It's been a turbulent season for Ulster, who suffered a heavy defeat to Toulouse the week before last. Before that, though, they chalked up wins over Rassing in the Champions Cup and over Connacht and Leinster in the URC. Speaking on last night's Monday Night Rugby on Off the Ball, former Munster and Leinster player Liam Toland offered his assessment of Ulster's predicament. The seven tries they conceded against Harlequins for them easy were like immediately stoppable, immediately avoidable. What really struck me is on the first one that the quick line out where Harlequins, um, I think they were inside their own 20. So they were like 60 metres or so away from the Ulster line and how the Ulster team just switched off. Uh, two of the Harlequins players didn't and they a little quick uh, pass in and they run run the 60 metres and scored a try. But Stuart McCluskey's reaction was was very telling to me into the insight into the mind of, of Ulster. He argued what was a reasonable argument, like did the ball go five metres? But to get so bogged down in arguing that when the cause of his problems was his own team switching off and they consistently switched off, like there's loads of those examples. You know, the, the two liner tries, phenomenal athletic tries, but bouncing balls, like the ball isn't that awkward. You know, uh, Balakun who, who injected some serious pace and attack, like that's a simple basic. 
the ball is kind of almost dead, sort out the ball and, and work away. And he did, he got it totally mixed up. But I thought Stuart McCluskey arguing his case was kind of, you know, shutting the door before, you know, when the horse is bolted here now. Don't get overly bogged on that. Get your team back in and react. And the great teams that we've seen, like you think back to the European Cup final, uh, Leinster, uh, La Rochelle, you know, three tries each. They battered each other. They didn't accept a go back. They were sucker punched a couple of times. They got back into momentum and they carried on. Where Ulster in the RDS did that. But boy, the last couple of fixtures have just really been disappointing. And it's it, the cause for me is not the opposition. The cause, the results, the effect is the team themselves. And that's Liam Toland on Ulster's performance against Harlequins. Elsewhere, Bristol Bears lock Josh Caulfield has had the red card he received against Connacht overturned. The second row was dismissed in last week's Investec Champions Cup meeting after standing on the head of Finlay Bealham early on in that game in Galway. At a hearing, Caulfield challenged the ruling he committed an act of foul play and the committee deemed that the incident did not reach the red card threshold. He's now free to play immediately, but the EPCR has the right to appeal the decision. And finally, to confirmation of Owen Farrell's move to Racing from Saracens. He's set to move to the French club at the end of the season after much speculation in recent weeks. Confirmation of the deal arrived last night. The outhalf has spent his entire career with Saracens, having made his debut at the age of just 17. He signed a two-year deal with the top 14 club, which likely closes the door on a potential return to international duty with England. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed for more. We'll be back with more Rugby Daily for you again tomorrow. But until then, thanks for listening.